Welcome to Silicon Slopes Live. My name is Clint Betts. Today's show is brought to you by HallofFame.SiliconSlopes.com. Even if you're not going to go to the event, which you should, and you should check out how to get a table, all that type of stuff. Even if you're not going to the event, though, go check out who the finalists are. That website is really cool. It's HallofFame.SiliconSlopes.com. It's happening in a couple of weeks. We are inducting President Astrid Tuminez of UVU, the late, great, amazing Warren Osborne, and one of the greatest entrepreneurs to ever come out of Utah, Todd Peterson, the founder of Vivint. Uh, it will be a heck of a night. In addition, there will be CEO of the Year Awards, COO of the Year Awards, all sorts of awards, um, naming people the Silicon Slopes uh, version of whatever the title is of the year. It's going to be a heck of a time. It is, uh, how, by the way, Garrett's here. Garrett, how would you explain the dress code? It's uh, Utah black tie with your coolest and favorite pair of sneakers. Yeah, That's so it. it's like a it's like black tie, but wear sneakers. Yeah, cool. Maybe like an NBA player when they're walking to the into the arena, but put on your best sneakers and a suit or tux. There's going to be all sorts of weird uh, combos, I would imagine. I always look like an NBA player walking into the game. Anyway, Garrett, uh, there are things going on. Let's get right to it. The Olympics are going on. I've not watched a single second of this. Have you tell tell me how you're feeling about the Olympics? That's not shocking. I didn't peg you as an Olympics fan. Uh, I love the Olympics, um, and I love the uh, the competition. I love the various weird events. Um, all of them actually, it's great. Every four years you get to watch a new sport. It's very stimulating. Um, in the past I've loved like the, uh, pride of country and all of those things, but, uh, watching it this year, obviously, uh, it's in China and they don't seem to like to have as much fun as other parts of the world. <laughs> um, same energy is not well, it's just, it looks a little bit more like a, uh, everyone's <laughs> kind of forced to be there. They're in. Yeah, it's China. It's yeah. ruled by a dictator. Yeah. But you'd think they'd let their hair down and have a little bit more fun, but it uh, doesn't appear to be the case. Uh, I know viewership's down, unfortunately. Um, it's interesting that it seems like there's a lot of uh, Americans representing other countries, which is great. Uh, for them, I guess the American team is strong enough that they uh, wanted to go do that. Don't know, though. Uh, and then we have cool, you know, local Nathan Chen doing really awesome. Yeah. Isn't a third of our everybody we sent from Utah? I heard it's that. a big a lot, yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah, yeah it's quite cool. Really cool. Um, so it's a really fun. Uh, the world gets together and celebrates, just fills off a little bit this year. But normally it's. It's a blast. Um, and I don't know if any of you in the studio down there went to the Olympics in Salt Lake, but experiencing it in person is amazing. And it uh, seems like we'll get those Olympics again soon. Uh, well, in the next 10 to 20 years, but uh, that's going to be a blast when that occurs. But uh, the Olympics, uh, love it. Can't wait for the uh, figure skating. I love the analysis by 
those uh, commentators. It's just great. So uh, I would encourage you to watch it, Clint. Feel a little bit of I'm not the amateur athlete pride. I'm not going to do that. I do watch the Summer Olympics, in particular when we send uh, Team USA. I like the track, all that type of stuff. I just don't get anything that's happening in the Winter Olympics. I shouldn't say that because it looks like Utah's going to get the Winter Olympics again. But uh, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't know what it is. Like the <laughs> bobsled one? I feel like I could set a world record in bobsled. Just hop on, hang on. Uh, I don't Just know about on. that. <laughs> Just hang on. What's that like little sweeping one where it's like housework? Curling. On the, yeah, curling's cool. I oh, mean, yeah. I bet it's fun to watch, actually. You like the figure skating. That's what you're into? Is that what he said? I love it all, but the figure skating and hockey are intense in the Olympics. Uh, like a gold medal game between uh, America and Canada, that's going to be as intense as it gets. And then oh, that's it's cool. captivating. These people have worked their entire lives and then really gone crazy for the last three and a half years. And they put it all on the line. And sometimes it's a dumpster fire and sometimes it's as good as it gets. Hmm. A figure skater from Salt Lake, and Garrett mentioned him, Nathan Chen, that a world record, was it yesterday, I believe? Or the day before, in the short program in figure skating. What does that mean? He got 113.97 points. How do you get points? The judges for you. Yeah, it's on jumps and and the technical aspect, the whole performance. So there's the short uh, version of it, and then they wait a day. It's probably happening now, and then there's the long version of it and you compile those two scores and you uh get your medal hopefully so there are athletes who are actually from the united states of america who are who were born in america but they're competing for other countries yeah Yeah, they either were born here or they're um born there and then they're citizens here but uh you know for some of these small kind of tropical countries if you've got i don't know what the lineage is but um it could be each one might have their own different standard, but it could be even up to grandparents from what I understand. So you can go represent that company or that country, hmm. which is interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Do whatever you want, what I say. <laughs> that's cool. I wonder how you score figure skating. Jumps. Think, yeah, and jumps, technicalities. Overall. Um, like how well you hold the poses and... Whoa. How well you land, how good your takeoffs are, how tight Whoa. your spins are. So our boy Nathan Chen, world record. Congratulations. Yep. That's super cool. Um, he's like the star of the show. I see him a lot. Yep. On Twitter. He's like the greatest in the world right now. Whoa. Heck yeah. Well done. All right, let's move on to another world story, international story. Canadian truckers are protesting. Um, they've been doing this for quite some time. We just haven't talked about it on this show. This is media blacking out what's happening in the world. That's Kelly's fault, our producer, who decides what we talk about. She said, like, oh, I don't care about this. But today, Garrett came on. He's like, you know what? We're going to talk about Canada and what's happening up there. The truckers um, have, uh, they're doing a protest. Tell everyone what they're doing, Garrett. I don't know all the details, but it's, it's fun to watch. Um, <laughs> it's like, the like in other parts right? of the world, there's a, seems to be some COVID fatigue and these truckers don't like, um, being told what to do. Um, 
and they control a lot, right? Food, gas, iPods. Oh, stuff the world like. shuts down without truckers. It's like the world is like, that's it. If truckers went on strike in America, that'd be like, that's it. What's the end? Yeah, so um, Trudeau has said you got to get vaccinated if you want to come back and forth between Canada and the United States. That instigated something within this group. Uh, there's all sorts of funny things of uh, GoFundMe's um, being taken back and the money can't be used and allocated. Um, you know, there's lots of finger pointing, um, but they're uh, pretty determined to make a stand and uh, they're fed up with it. And they actually have a, a little platform and control uh, a decent amount of power. So it's fun to watch the uh, reactions of the government, reactions of the people on both sides. You know, there's some people that say it's a really small vocal minority, uh, but clearly there's enough of them and they're organized decently enough where they can uh, get all of this attention and probably I would bet that they win in the end. Oh, for sure. Um, that Trudeau guy seems like a really weak leader to me. Um, I say that. I don't know. Anything. <laughs> when have you ever, when have you ever known, like when I was growing up, I never knew who the prime minister of Canada was. It couldn't have ever mattered. This is the first guy I've ever known who, as the yeah. prime minister of Canada and everything we hear about him is bad. Maybe that's why I say that. It's like, this guy seems like, like I remember he did like blackface. He does like all sorts of crazy things yeah. that this character. Um, so, uh, yeah, the the craziest thing, the story that we could talk about in all of this is the GoFundMe thing. GoFundMe taking all of that money, and then originally they said that they were going to disperse it to charities, uh, to other charities. They, they were saying like, well, we're not going to give this to the truckers. It was $10 million. We're not going to give this to the truckers. We're going to disperse the charity. Obviously, everyone was like, no, what? And there were a bunch of like attorney generals in uh, various states, mostly red states, who said, no, we'll sue you for that. And then GoFundMe said, uh, all right, well, we'll give it, we'll just refund it. And then the, these truckers have gone on to a different one. It's like a Christian crowdfunding site, Give, Send, Go. Um, and I think they've raised like another at least like $5 million. But GoFundMe, that's, that's the end of that company. It has to be. I don't. Uh, I mean, whatever your politics are, any of that type of stuff, you can't, I mean, that's your whole thing is like to do fundraisers and that's it. And this is also like a great example of why Bitcoin is cool and cryptocurrencies is cool because you just eliminate that middleman and just donate directly to them and no government corporations, anything like that can uh, possibly take it away from you. It's so crazy that the government can be like, hey, company, take this money away. And company does it. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin changes that, which is which is really cool. Um, speaking of the end of COVID and people being done with it, it seems like even Democratic states, this is happening. New York got rid of mask mandates. New Jersey got rid of them. Um, a lot of blue states are now saying like, oh, the science has changed. And we're going to start, uh, you know, relaxing the mandates. But I don't know that science has changed i think what's changed is the political science right like uh their poll numbers are sinking and biden's not popular he's one of the least popular presidents ever um and it looks like they're setting themselves up for shellacking in the midterms the democrats so um that's what it seemed like 
But what is your take on that? I mean, has, has anything changed that would mean um, these mandates should go away just all of a sudden? Yeah, you can take out the actual science of it and the political science of it and who's going to win or lose. Overall, I get the sense that people uh, in general are just fatigued with it and whether they're uh, griping up and uh, people are listening or the overall consensus, which does occur, and you can just feel that in general. Um, I think, you know, we all have a lot of friends that are, could care less about it. And we have some that are, for whatever reasons, think it's, uh, really great and, uh, consumes their life. Um, but it seems like the, the majority now are kind of done with, uh, with the restrictions and, uh, the inconvenience, um, to their lives. And, uh, like to your point, it's not just. The usual suspects anymore. It seems to be more across the board and in big metropolitan areas and blue states. Um, so a lot of people have been hoping for kind of this for a while, and uh, seems like it might be at a at a tipping point where it's just managed instead of freaked out about for two years. Yeah, it seems like the moment we politicized this um, pandemic is the moment we lost the plot. Yeah. Yep. Um, and now it's like, all right, how do we, it seems like politicians, like, how do we get out of this? Um, cause this, this is hurting us. All right. Yeah. Uh, we have some upcoming events and podcasts. Tell us about them, Garrett. Yeah, we've got some good stuff coming up. Um, this Friday at noon, we'll have, uh, Diogo, um, from album general partner there. They've got, a. they're playing a hot hand. They've got some really, really good investments. They're in pretty much every unicorn uh, in Utah. And so it's good to have VCs in our programming because there's a lot of folks that want to learn how they uh, operate, what they look for in deals. And um, they always, whether you like them or hate them, they're always very smart and have really good uh, opinions and uh, examples of you know how this whole mechanism works for funding companies. Then we have Ben Hobson, uh, or Hodson, um, CEO of Job Nimbus, uh, next Friday. Couple of cool podcasts. We have uh, Salsa Queen CEO. They make really good salsa, and their story is going to be very interesting and in how they uh, pivoted and, and went through the last two years. We have a really cool company called Aqua Yield, which hmm. is ag tech, which is you know, oh, those yeah. are my favorite. Uh, all about like improving and optimizing yields, saving water at the same time, uh, having a, a more robust harvest. Um, and then we did a, a really cool um, podcast that'll come out next week with the Period Project. They're going to be a nonprofit partner of the Silicon Slopes Hall of Fame and Awards. And we had Emily Bell McCormick and Kristen Anderson to explain what they're doing uh, in and around the Period Project. But they've uh, got a lot of momentum in, um, in getting uh, the legislature and the community uh, behind them. It was fun to to watch how they organized it all and how much success they've had uh, in doing what they're doing. But uh, a lot of energy with that group, and uh, it's a really good, really good initiative that they've got. And uh, we're happy to support it and very grateful for their their partnership. So really diverse the content coming down the chute. Yeah, that's cool. The period project's really cool, and it, it looks like that's going to pass and pass unanimously in the house. Uh, it'll likely pass unanimously in the, in the Senate. Uh, I think that's great. And Diogo from Album. I love Diogo. Diogo is impossible to hate. Everybody loves that guy. 
All right. Uh, so check all that out. Go to siliconslopes.com for more details on everything Garrett just said. That's it for today. Don't forget, check out Silicon Slopes Hall of Fame at hallofame.siliconslopes.com. Signing off for Garrett Clark, Weston Tanner, Kelly Jensen. My name is Clint Betts, and this has been another episode of Silicon Slopes Live.